1: All right, guys, welcome back. We're back from the dead and we got a great topic today. I've been wanting to do this for like four months and I'm glad that actually there's a couple people I had in mind. I might have another one on too. His name's Barney, but we have here today Shane. Known him since he was a kid and he's actually Thomas's brother in law as well. So, anyways, we're going to talk about I don't know exactly what I'm going to title this yet, but it was um, uh, basically Shane's. I wouldn't say you're. You're not brand new, but you're pretty new. Like, you only went a couple times last year?
0: Yeah, yeah, towards the end. um, I feel really new, though. Yeah, I mean, it, you, yeah. yeah, you probably... Like, how many yeah, times this did you go like last year? This is, like, my first season, I, I would like say. Like, f- official? Official, I, okay. yeah, because I have all my own stuff. Like, last year, I didn't have my own gun. I was using my buddies, you know? Yeah. And just going out with whoever I could, but didn't have any of my own stuff. This year, I came in ready to go. Is that better? There, oh, okay. yes. Yeah.
1: You sound way better right there. Yeah, so, okay, because actually... Was it two years ago you went the first
0: time, or was it last year? Um, I went years ago with Colton. Years. Oh, okay. And I okay. didn't have anything. I just literally walked out with him mm-hmm. and um, was just like, man, this is really fun, but didn't have the money. I was younger, you know? Yeah. And then uh, last year was the first year I went out again. How to many see times if did I you go last year? The last probably, f- I did like four or five hunts. Okay. So yeah. you did a
1: few then last year. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like
0: what you did your first year. Zero huh? birds. Mm-hmm. So Zero. It's a, yeah that's the thing and and now this year it's still like to the point where i haven't seen a lot mm-hmm. so i still feel like really brand new mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's hard to even say oh i'm a duck hunter yet until yeah. i get birds on my belt i got you well before we get really rolling into this guys we're
1: we're basically just going to um man i had a title for this and now my mind's just totally brain dead but you guys obviously seen it when you're listening to this podcast but just to get the perspective from a brand new hunter like the um lessons learned and kind of stuff that you're seeing and how you're thinking and your thought processes because i've been hunting long enough so it's kind of hard to reposition my mind back to that and think yeah. of that i don't remember the first bird i shot honestly if i was older i probably would have i mean i was 15 but i just i just honestly don't remember but before we fully get started in this guys just don't forget about motion ducks put the code mvm you get 10 off and you get free shipping, and it's a great gift right now for your duck hunter in your life or for yourself. If you guys are listening to this, most of you are listening are duck hunters. Um, get that deal for Christmas. Tell your wife or your, your mom or your grandma whoever. Also, you canuba Dog Food, love it. Rocky's still eating it. He's been on for like six months, and they've uh, supported us. And I ain't just doing it. I was already buying it before they even started to, and now they've been supporting us with... Dog food and stuff like that, and it's really good blends. So thirty twenty, and we'll we'll have a couple more here in a minute. But let's just let's dive right in. So, Shane, what and maybe you can think of some Thomas as as we're rolling in. But what is like? W- let's start with this. So birds are working because you've had some successful hunts with Austin, right?
0: Some, yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. When you see birds working did you wait for Austin to call a shot or did you feel like you knew the distance? Like how does that feel like trying to when, it? Like in your
0: mind, like when is the right time to shoot? Like, how does that feel to you? That's super hard for me. Actually. That's the one thing that I, he, he did tell me he was going to call the shot. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's cool. It takes a lot of stress off me mm-hmm. because I always have a problem like misjudging, like, okay, could I have shot that and reacting too slow and waiting for a better mm-hmm. opportunity when that was the best opportunity. Cause they move quick. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Like you start like, they come at you, you got one second to think, and then they're gone. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's one thing that I need to be, is more aggressive. But, yeah, he called the shots, and that helped a lot. Mm-hmm. That that helped a lot. So he actually, so that was my first confirmed kills was the, <laughs> was with him. You <laughs> nice. So, what did you shoot? Uh, Spoonie and then uh, Drake Spoonie. Drake Spoonie, okay. Yeah, that's which good. I thought I wasn't going to find him, but I did. Really? So it was pretty cool. Was,
1: did he have his dog out there that day? No, he didn't. So just you two were hunting, or did you guys hunt with
0: uh Me, him, and uh, another dude named Cody. Cody, okay. Yeah.
1: Right on. That's the one thing I've always, because, I mean, that's still a struggle now for any duck hunter, is sometimes, like, if it's super windy, and they're coming right in your face, they're hanging up, if that makes sense, more, because they're fighting the wind. Because usually, in a perfect scenario, what every duck hunter says is, well, you want the wind at your back. Yeah. I know there's different times where it's crossing, this and that. Sometimes it's in your face. A lot of times it feels like... <laughs> it feels like for yeah. us, it's always in our stinking face, and your position sometimes you can't face any other way. But anyways, so even as a someone that's been hunting for a long time, like I did that uh, last year, that there was birds, there was five mallards, and I think four of them were drakes coming right at me in town, like right in our face, and and you you, without wind, they get there pretty fast, like you said, like before you know it, they're right on top of you. you Got to have that quick reaction and shoot. Yeah, yeah. But this time. And not thinking all the way through the system, there was a twenty-five mile an hour wind, maybe more, and they they were there. And you see them coming in, they're coming, they're coming. And you're like getting antsy because, like, right now is when I should be shooting. Still hanging up, and then I we both pulled up to early and didn't even get one. Yeah, which was ridiculous because they were literally going to land. So, do you like that day you hunted? Was it really windy or because it was kind of windy that day? I, I think, think wasn't it? A I think bit?
0: it. I don't. It was raining a little bit. Oh, that's right. It was drizzly that day, but it was um, it was a good wind, not a stiff one. Like probably like maybe eight to nine miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So not ideal deal, but it was it was pretty good. There was a lot of movement on the water, so I think that helped yeah, okay. a lot. Yeah, that you does know, the rain. Everything looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I really liked that area too. That was it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was um, there was a lot of birds moving, but it was like. It it was really exciting hunt for me because I was finally seeing stuff happen Mm -hmm. for like the first time this year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, super stoked and thought it was going to be incredible. Like, and then it just started, you know, Mm -hmm. how it does. Mm -hmm. So I'm still excited to get on another, uh, like a big hunt and get a bunch, see a bunch of birds. But where are they at? Where they at? You you two are the ones who are supposed to tell me where they're at. And take me. <laughs> they're in the Northlands. <laughs> Northlands. We I, needed... I went north I went there twi- yeah. I went twice. No, me I mean Shane... no, I mean very north. Oh, okay.
1: All right. I'm talking about Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're still w- playing win- around in the ponds up north. Winter is coming.
2: <clears throat> yeah, me and Shane had a heartbreak of a hunt the other last week. And I mean, some people it's kinda of funny everybody has their own story on when they started duck hunting. Like some people just have Great luck and great success from the very start. And it's not because they're any better of a duck hunter or anything. It's just right place, right time, you know. And a lot Do you of, feel like you had a pretty good... I had an amazing first year and I there was absolutely no reason for that. Like, I wouldn't say I was hunting harder and I obviously didn't know... The difference. That, no, I didn't know a quarter of what, you know, like yeah. you or Travis would know at that time. But I was having great success, like, and it was just, it was just timing and I guess, I don't know if you want to call it luck, but just right place, right time, you know? Mm. And then the second year was definitely not, like, I didn't shoot as many birds, but I felt like I learned more and I was probably hunting harder. And I think the third was even harder than that. And you know what I mean? so there's so many variables, um, doesn't mean you're doing anything – I mean, you can do everything right. Like, we we did everything right last week. Like, we could have had a great day. I've done that exact same thing before and limited out with three and four guys, and there was just two of us. But it just – what had happened is it just didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, there were birds there. There was definitely birds there, but maybe possibly the weather wasn't – Exactly what it needed to be, or the birds didn't want to get up, or they're probably stale birds, I'm sure. And uh, they were, they were, but I mean, still, you know, we didn't even, we took a shot at one pair of birds, and that was yeah. just <laughs> pretty rough. But I mean, you know, just like Shane, he's been on quite a few hunts now, that's just been kind of rough, you know. But,
1: but did that help you or hurt you your first year? I mean, it doesn't have to be really that direct as far as help or hurt you, but I mean.
2: Well, obviously, if you have success, like I was hooked, you know what I mean? Like done, like I am going to duck hunt. And then, but the thing is, you kind of think like, oh, this is how it's always going to be. And that's That's not the the case. Mm -hmm. And the same goes for not seeing or shooting birds. It's like, that's, trust me, it is not always like that. I told uh, Johnny the other day, I went out there and joined him for an afternoon, huh? I go, this is why I duck hunt right here. I go, I, all this other stuff, you know I do? You know, and we were talking about mallards and, and stuff like that. I go, this right here, this is exactly why I duck hunt. This is the day that you're always looking for. Mm-hmm. And everybody that... if And if, did you shoot a lot of birds? I myself didn't. I only shot... Um, I've I found two and stinking johnny stole one from me he shot it literally half split second before i did and you know he he claimed the bird which is fine i couldn't care less because uh, we shot a total of i went out there in the afternoon and we shot um seven birds and six of those were mallards and one was a pintail that's what i'm saying though you didn't shoot that many birds no uh-uh. But
1: look how satisfied and happy you were. Oh, my goodness, Because yeah. of the quality of the yeah. points, you know? Right. Yeah. Which quality level That He could shoot, and there's nothing wrong with this at all. You could go out there and shoot seven hen shuttlers and be as stoked or more stoked than him shooting one or two ma- Drake Mallards. Yeah, exactly. But he ain't going to get the same, you know what I'm saying? No. And But over time, these things shift and change. Not that you are you don't have an appreciation for it, but... I mean, same with you, Shane. I know he would get as excited shooting a, one Mallard versus shooting probably right now just for the fact you've mm-hmm. – have you shot one? A Mallard? Sh- a Drake Mallard? No. Okay. Mm. So it's – but you know, I don't know. For him, it may be a different bird. You know, maybe well, like Okay. So it, for
0: me, like, you get super discouraged going again and again and mm-hmm. again and again and not seeing anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I'm missing. I'm not getting to shoot. So right. If, that gets super discouraging, but it's that one time where that bird comes in real close, mm-hmm. and even just the chance that spikes your adrenaline, and then <laughs> yeah. you have the energy for it uh-huh. again, and to yeah. go out next time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's like a good show that is not very good, but it catches you at the last at the mm-hmm. last second. They mm-hmm. they hang something there, and you're like, okay, I gotta watch the next one. That's we why kinda, we keep doing yes. this. That. That's why because people like that, yeah. if you go out there and see those bad days, people are like, and but they've never experienced
1: that one peak of emotion and mm-hmm. spike of adrenaline. They'd be like, you're completely morons. Oh yeah. But yeah. when you, see, you got that and now you're like, now imagine that multiple times
2: in one
0: hunt. Oh. It's insane. I can't I can't imagine yet. See, I'm mm-hmm. waiting for that though. Hopefully Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I don't know, <laughs> just something about it. It's, uh, we were talking about it the other day, especially with mallards for me, especially. Like, what is it about it that is such a rush? Like, it's so addicting. You know what I mean? Just when they're locked, when birds are locked on you and they're working, you know, it's just, it's one of the most amazing things Mm -hmm. (laughs) there is, you know what I mean? You get such a, an adrenaline rush, such a high, and it's such a a great time, you know? And there's a lot of times where you're working so hard and you don't get that, you know? And it's like, why do I do this? And then when you have a good day like that, it's like, (laughs) this right here is exactly why I do this.
1: Was that you guys? I was saying that too, or someone, or was that you to this afternoon? Maybe it was Barney about the emotional roller coaster, mm-hmm. or was that you? I was saying that too just a little bit ago about how much duck hunting is emo- a literal it, emotional it roller coaster. Bar- I don't, I don't recall that. It literally is because you know if you've ever had the taste of it. Now that you've had the taste mm-hmm. of that, yeah, you're searching for that. You're searching for that, yeah. so to speak. Not, I don't have lack of a better term. High. Yeah, get you're that. trying to get that fixed. Yeah, literally, and it's just like that is what makes you go through the muck and the mire and the mm. bad times and getting wet mm. and just like tipping your c- whatever all that mm-hmm. stuff it's all part of that build up. Mm-hmm. And
2: like you said, you only
1: shot two, but mm-hmm. how happy were you?
2: I was with so that stoked. Hunt? I was so stoked. And I had actually went to a different refuge and shot four in the yeah, morning. But, but those two birds yeah, to Trumped me that. were worth so much more than yeah. the the teal I shot in the morning. Yeah.
1: Not you know not to no I'm not talking bad about
2: any birds but but working birds you know what I mean that you get right in close Mm. and you also are able to share that with two guys hunting with you
1: it's the quality yeah because we were having teal buzzing ten foot over our head it just don't do the same thing Mm. for you but uh, and yeah I don't know but I don't think I think it's just the time of hunting the years of hunting someone has had. Well, I think too. Because that would jack him out of his mind if he was there yes uh, Saturday morning. Yeah. I think. Yeah, no know. Yeah,
2: for sure. But <clears throat> the, the thing is, now we know how precious that is. Like I Like I was telling Johnny, I go, yeah. this, you have to, and Travis has told me this, we've all talked about it. You have to savor those times, those good hunts, because they they don't always come around. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No. Like, I, yeah. I, I no <laughs> matter how hard you hunt or how much you effort you put into it, those good hunts don't always come around that often, so you just have to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like take a second and be like, this is awesome right now.
1: You know? Mm-hmm. So what kind of gear do you got, Shane,
0: like right now starting starting out? What do you, you got? Uh, well, my banded waders, which I love. Uh, you know. Are they breathables or neoprene? They're breathables. Okay. Dude, I wore neoprene like one time and I was like, never again. I just hated it. Mm. And my thing is if I'm going to go out, I really want to be comfortable. I think that's huge. Um, Yeah, it is very huge. Yeah, it's huge. But like there's some things that I'm definitely realizing that I really need. Like I don't have a waterproof jacket and it's been raining more. So Mm. I've been soaked almost like every time I go out Mm. and it just kind of like, you know, like right when after an hour after shoot time, you know it starts to get super super cold. It's mm-hmm. just like oh man, but banded. Uh, I have uh, my Franke, my Affinity uh, Elite. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the, I love That's the gun. three, right?
1: Three and a half. No, I mean it's the um. Well, I meant yeah, the Elite, right? Yeah, it's the Elite. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Because there's that twenty. I got it back there. I'll have to show you. Oh TV, yeah, but.
0: I need. I want to see that.
1: But you're—I want to say—I haven't seen your gun in person. I know it's the same thing, except it's a twelve and b- heavier, yeah. or bigger, or whatever. But
0: they're nice. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. It, It's—that cool was a good buy it.
1: on your part for sure. Oh dude, and you couldn't I couldn't went wrong.
0: And that was a—that was a funny thing too. Is like everyone was like, "Oh, like you're not going to be able to find it by you know season. It's not like worth it. Just go go get this or go get that." And it's like, no, I want what I want. Like yeah. I, I've shot other all my friends' shotguns, and I know what I want. You know, I want the Franke. I I loved that gun when I first shot it, and. Who this ha- one came oh, out. Oh, did you shoot who'd you shoot? I shot Barney's. Okay, but you don't have the he don't have the elite though, right? He don't have the elite. Did last year's yeah. model, yeah. Yeah. Um it's,
1: I'm sure it's it's basically
0: they they feel same really except maybe the you know, button, you know. Yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. The some of the stuff's oversized, mm-hmm, makes it a mm-hmm. little easier to handle, and it's, you know, the Cerakoting. Like other than that, I think they're pretty much the same. And this weekend. Yeah. The the end of the sight's different than his. Like, oh, really? you know, like it's more visible. Yeah, it's like a red. And then encircled with green, yeah, that's, that's what mine is too. Yeah, I, I really, really like that. That's super. I, I don't know. It's like baby was I, falling off that. I'm like hearing... like I'm. Seeing the baby was rolling
1: I'm... off the thing, and she caught. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh sorry. <laughs> the little studio guys in my in my <laughs> office, so I seen a baby rolling off the end of the, the thing, and Sarah caught her. But we're good. Oh my, sorry. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, literally just barreling off that. Thing. Oh my gosh,
1: um. What else was it? Okay, so you got your waiters. Come on, yeah. Um, uh, you got your Frankie Fendi Elite. What else? I mean, not that it, I'm expecting yeah. you that much. I'm just curious what you got going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: and I'm like trying to think too, like, like okay, what else do I have? Like, what else do I need, really? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty much the basic, basic stuff. Um,
1: yeah, because really in all reality, for someone new hunting, and if there's, I know there's a lot of listeners that are new, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to have you on here just to just get your perspective to kind of line up with theirs and make more sense. But like, um, you don't obviously unless you're completely solo. You don't know anybody that duck
0: hunts. You really don't need decoys for a little while. I yeah. honestly didn't buy. I just buy have a six pack. And actually oh, you do. Some some old dude came up to me out there and he's like, "Hey man, I got, I got this bag, this trash bag full of decoys. Take whatever you want." And I was like, "Okay." And I was like, "I'm just gonna take all of them." And they need to be repainted, but I haven't even really went through them. But that's cool. You did that. That, that was really cool. You know what I mean? I was like, "Oh man, that's that's awesome." But other than that, I just have a six pack of gadwalls. Okay. Um. So that that's on the list too. I need more. You know, because that's what I want. I want to experience. did we hunting get you alone. decoys? We no. got you decoys. No, it was at the um the Delta Waterfall. I. Oh, you yeah, won a yeah, yeah, yeah. box. Yeah, oh, Do you yeah. got? Excuse me. Do
1: you got them rigged up yet?
0: No, not yet. Um, okay. I was gonna do that with Thomas. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
1: Right on, man. So. I mean, and that's, like I said, I didn't buy d because I was 15. I don't honestly remember when I bought my first D-quid. I think I used Travis. I, I pretty much always hunted with Travis. Yeah. And then the, I started getting where I wanted to go by myself. <clears throat> and then I would, he would just say, just take mine. You know, yeah. so but then finally, yeah, it's kind of one of those addiction things, though. Like, you keep you almost have to keep buying decoys. I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: Well, I know how that is with fishing. Like, you, you, uh, exactly. I, you know, I already got these worms, but uh, I could always use more. I could use this color instead yeah, of that color. Yeah. yeah. And they're very, like, you can't even tell I the think difference. I think fishing's worse, dude. Just oh, from experience, dude. I think it's worse. Yeah, probably. It's just, it's not as
1: pricey when the one-time buy, but it you buy it feels so much pricey, more. pricey, though, sometimes. Well, it is. I mean, like a rod and reel yeah. and stuff. But you know what I'm saying? Like, the little, oh, it's just yeah. a pack of worms here. Then three next week and yeah mm-hmm. it, it adds up. This crankbait. bait. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been fishing in like five months.
0: Oh man, it? it are we I just went like two months ago. Oh, it was good? slow, man. Yeah. Four hours we each got one fish. There's five of us in the boat. Ooh, yeah, four yeah, that's hours. rough. Uh, well, no, we only got four fish. One guy didn't get one. Mm. That's it, rough. It wasn't me though.
1: <laughs> so you got your you got your decoys, you got your waders. You need a waterproof jacket. Mm-hmm. What about um? hauling your stuff. Out. I mean, I, I know you don't have that yet, but like hauling your stuff out there. You got a
0: blind
2: bag or a backpack. That's yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Drake. Um, and you got a Marsh seat.
0: Yeah, and my Marsh seat, my Mojo. Okay. Oh, and you got yeah. a Mojo too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I totally don't even think of those things, huh? Yeah, I got my when backpack. When did you get a Mojo? My no, it's, um, that's the brand of the seat. It is? Oh, oh yeah. it is a Mojo. Yeah. yeah, Mojo does make seat. Yeah. That's right. I have that okay. sticker on my hard hat. It's a, yeah. it's d- a banded... D- d- duck hunters like drive by me and be like hey man what's up with that that's pretty cool i'm like yeah i'm a duck hunter dude you know and just walk away and look up see a bunch of birds up there and be like yeah those those are gadwalls <laughs> <laughs> i see gaddies up there they're all like, they're like, no, no that's not dude those are just pigeons like oh that's one thing that trips me out is going out there with you guys and seeing you guys look up and Identifier. name birds and it's like what in the world mm-hmm. you know i'm just waiting for that that's one thing you anticipate what you're gonna learn like when you fish like because i fish for a couple years you know I start to notice things yeah. and people are like, how in the world do you notice that? It's like, yeah. I don't know. It just comes natural. Yeah. So as a new hunter, one thing I look forward to is like how I'll be able to look and just see things and automatically know. Not really have to put a lot of thought into it. It's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. natural. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm really excited about. And it comes in time. One of those yep, things is,
2: is telling how a bird is flying, like what, do you, what it's going to, what it's doing basically. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some some birds are just flying on a line, and like there's basically no reason to to mess with them. Mm-hmm. But then some birds, it just it's just one of those things. You can tell. You can look at a bird and and almost see whether it's workable or not. Okay. Yeah. But I
0: yeah,
1: as far as identifying too, I think and I'm, you could just maybe plain and simple be better than me or or not or maybe being older too. But like I remember. Um, it seemed like you picked up identifying pretty fast. Not saying you're perfect or I'm perfect identifying, but I think I don't really. I think when I was younger, I didn't really care. Mm -hmm. I knew I knew when it was a duck. Yeah, you know, I wasn't like well.
2: I I was able to hunt with you and Travis, who had a lot of years already. So
1: well, that's where I was going with that is before I I knew when it it was a duck and when it was some else. Yeah, you sometimes you catch out of the corner of your eye and you think it's a duck and then you realize it's a stupid some kind of weird bird or whatever you yeah. know what i'm saying then you're like oh i know that's not a duck yeah but i didn't really care i was just going to shoot it as if it was duck now you're constantly identifying that's this that's that like you said and it just comes naturally yeah and i wondered if you did that because you constantly were hearing us call them out probably you know, that, that's that that's that Yeah. so like a pintail you you know you know a pintail even <laughs> if they're high you can see that longer extended neck. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, it depends on how high there you can see the pin, you know, later in the season. just And the way their wing beat is and the the shape of their wings, you know. But I think that's what it is. If you're with people that are calling out, identifying, you can study, okay, that's what they look like, you know. I mean, you
2: you can't always, always be like, oh, 100% that's this. But there's certain things that you can pick out. Like, I mean, obviously, shellers have a shovel, you know, bill. Yeah. But then there's some, like like divers, sometimes they have a different sound. I'm not that good on
1: diver. <clears throat> <Yeah. clears throat> I do I, t- do
2: I do struggle with that too just because we, we don't, don't have the see variety, as many. Yeah. But they do have a different wing beat and a sound that's, you know what I mean, that's a little mm-hmm. different than, um, sorry, there's a cat about to pounce on me right now.
0: That's a pretty cute cat.
2: <laughs> What's its name? Smoky bear. Smoky. Oh, smoky oh, bear? Wouldn't.
0: It's smoky. <laughs> it but. doesn't even look smoky at all. Uh, dude, yeah. that's when you, what happens it's when you a let a seven-year-old name <sighs> name the cat. My word.
1: And don't it's ask me why she keeps throwing him in this office.
0: Yeah, it's uh, abnormally long. It's like a, le- like a lemur tail. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: And and also sometimes uh, colors on wings. Okay. Like, like Wigeon and Gadwell will have white on their wings.
1: Well, the underbelly... You know, that's where it's really hard sometimes for people, you know, is to see. Because a lot of times you're seeing outlines. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You see them up higher, like, what in the world is that? Because all you're seeing is the outline. Like, Saturday, we had unbelievable strings of birds coming over us. And I knew they were 100%, knew they were divers. And I'm pretty sure they were canvas back, a mix of canvas back and a mix of redheads, because they were still pretty high, but they had the specific wing beat, like Thomas said, making that whistling noise. And they're not flying like regular flocks do like how do I explain this? Like some divers fly in a single row, but long a long does that make sense? Versus yeah. some birds are all stacked like that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. in a formation. They were str- and and today when I was down uh by Corcoran, their sewer pond was loaded with canvasbacks. packs. Mm. So I was like, Yeah, that had to have been. Mm. It looked just like they're big canvasbacks are big birds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so duck ID is definitely one. I know that's always a. Travis is incredible though. Like nobody can beat Travis, and I know he's not always right. Like he'll say, "Oh, that's this and this," but mostly ninety five percent of the time he's right. He has unbelievable
2: eyes. I'm, I'm, I gotta say, I'm pretty impressed with Travis. He's I, I it's always been that I'm way. curious to see if anyone else is like that. No. You okay. guys, you guys should comment if there's anybody that you hunt with that is amazing at spotting birds because Travis. Will spot birds so far away i don't even un- i don't understand how he sees them
1: he has something abnormal with his eyes like very good far distance i'm serious he's, it's wow. he's, not normal he's very Dave. farsighted because i'm 2020 i take i just yeah. every year because I-2. of my pilot's license and he has an extended range mm-hmm. it ain't normal no it's not <laughs> tara mm-hmm. does too dude hmm. tara driscoll when we went deer hunting she was seeing things i can't even believe i'm like how did you see that not like through brush or something close. Yeah, I'm talking way out there. Incredible, it's weird. There ain't no one. I've I I've yet to hunt with anybody like that. But yeah, yeah. like Thomas said, if you guys, dude, we actually hit over 101 um ratings
2: on the show. Oh, nice. Thank you, guys.
1: Yeah. So we got to do a giveaway. I told you guys we would do a giveaway. I'm really surprised because honestly, we haven't even been doing this a year yet. So on iTunes, you guys have already given us we're five star. Podcast and um, you guys have given us a hundred or actually one hundred and one ratings, so really appreciate that. And I'm gonna cook up a giveaway for you guys, and it'll be specifically for the podcast listeners. And just real quick, in the middle of this, we're not done yet. We haven't been going too long, but just to read a couple um, reviews that you guys have sent. I told you to do that, and since we haven't been on it, uh, someone said, uh, "Clusa HTR said." Great local hunting content. It's nice to hear from some knowledgeable guys that hunt the same local areas. Thanks, Titus and Thomas. Also, uh, let's see. There's a Wyoming Outback. Uh, he said, best podcast ever. Gave it five stars. And he said, I'm going to read you guys a bad one too. <laughs> Here in just a second. He says, I see eye to eye with you guys. It's like you're my hunting buddies. Thank you for take, talking about your faith in God. Can't wait to meet up someday. Your passion for waterfowl. The excitement and thrill of the chase never ends when you pull the trigger. The hunting gear you get to use over and over all season long. And then one more positive one. <laughs> it's from Jen Bart DBM. She said, uh, California hunters take note. That's her headline. She gave it a five-star. She said, love having a California-based duck hunting podcast. These guys are fun to listen to. Great audio quality and great information for new hunters. From Jen. Okay, Thomas, I don't know if I read you this one. This is a one-star. And the title is Corny. It says <laughs> <laughs> It says, while I like their upbeat attitudes, their knowledge on waterfowl hunting is definitely limited. A little show preparation could help a lot. Let this podcast be a motivational thing to everyone that really anybody can do a podcast and actually get sponsored.
2: That's a good review. It actually is very good. <clears throat> I agree with there could be more, uh, what did she say, effort into... Oh, I don't know if there's a... Oh,
1: that's by Dino Gobb.
2: Dino Gob. Dino Gob. What'd she say about the. um... No,
1: you, I, those are two different deals. I, I read four different ones right there. No,
2: I know. The last one that you just read.
1: Well, you were saying, keep saying she. So I don't know if it's a boy or girl, but. Oh. Anyways, uh, let this podcast be a motivation to everyone that really anybody can do a podcast and actually get sponsored. I 100% agree with that.
2: No, absolutely. Any Anybody. We are anybody. That's trust why I laughed. Me. I was like, we're nine is... to fivers. We are anybody. Anybody can do a podcast. Literally. But. Not a lot of people want to because the time and effort. There is more to it than you think, and it's not hard. It no, isn't hard. No, but it just takes a, time a time little time. bit of <laughs> dedication and consistency. You know,
1: and which we haven't had our
2: waterfall. Our waterfowl knowledge is limited. I I can agree with that too. I don't know. That's everything. why I
1: I laughed because I was like, that was actually no, it was a good, really review. good, absolutely. So I guess we really only got a one star because.
2: Of we. who we are,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that we don't uh, show prep, show prep, which is actually that's not true. what I was
2: trying to get to. Show prep, we could do better yeah. on show prep. We, me, okay. Ty- Titus is just I'm under constantly such on a my own. Lo- He's under well, such no. a heavy load. Show
1: prep is show prep. I try to I say, hey guys, a day or two in advance, write some ideas, some thoughts to come. Oh, I didn't think of anything. Him and Travis, twenty four seven. It's all right though. They're not really responsible. You guys can blame me for that. If you don't think there's good show prep, I do try to get them to help out with that, but it's kind of
2: and that's where it comes into oh anybody can do it, right? Not anybody's gonna do it because you're not gonna think of things to talk about. Oh,
1: and our our waterfall hunting uh, knowledge is limited. That's true, and I don't think there's anybody out there that doesn't <coughs> have a limit. Yeah, I don't. I'm not as professional in divers. Actually, I'm not professional in anything. No, I'm not gonna tell you, and I won't till the day I die. That I'm a professional mallard killer. Yeah. No. No, absolutely not. No, yeah. We've and just because never... our name is Mid-Valley Mercenaries don't mean we think we're this insane elite killers. That's just a name.
2: And we've never said that we no, know
1: we everything. No, we haven't.
2: We're, the... we're, all, uh, we're always trying to learn. Of course. No, uh, every single day. Every, every time hunt, we go hunting. Every hunt is a learning learn. process, literally.
1: Absolutely. And always will be until the day we die. If anybody says they haven't figured out, they're a liar.
2: Yeah. On the other hand, what do you think, we've never. I'm just listening. <laughs> it's not like we just is, sit and hunt here, though. <laughs> too, we have been a couple places, so we have a little bit broader of a scope as far as
0: waterfowl hunting. You now know, are I mean? a bunch of oompa loompas when it comes to shooting ducks. That's what I say. That's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna get on there and leave a review. An now. Oompa an loompa, an oompa, oompa loompa. loompa. These oompa loompas. Mm. I I I want to put a one star and then a five star. Can I do that? Do I don't.
2: I think
1: you can. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know if you can keep rating it or not.
0: Huh. I wonder if it would just change your last one. I wonder if people do it as jokes, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure
1: people can't do that kind yeah. of stuff. But <clears throat> yeah, you know, I I thought it was it's funny because I actually thought I was like, that's not the best, but I mean, it was like, it was pretty good.
2: Why is this cat wanting to try I don't anything? know, but this cat's freaking me out right now.
1: Because he thinks you have something to eat.
2: Well, I don't. What? Why? Yeah, Get Get here. The cat, animal.
1: Cat. Do you guys notice that animals always attract to the one that doesn't want nothing to do with them? Yes. that happens yeah. a lot. Absolutely. Dogs. Little little chihuahua dogs always want me, and I don't even like the small little dogs. Not that I don't. I'm not mean to them. I just don't. They're not my preference. Um, Unless they're. You go I out of your do. way to, you
0: go out of your way to say you're not mean to him that, t- that makes it sound like you kind of <laughs> are mean to him No actually I've never mm. been mean to animals I, Oh yeah besides
2: so, ducks Who was it Was it you guys? I, I
0: know just, it's a quick and humane kill. I was just asking Matt uh Yarber I was like, "Oh, hey man, was it was it you that I was with when we went um frog gigging and certain guys got it in their head to smash a nest full of baby birds?" Really? Um, yeah. Oh, uh, really? Who was it? Cuz it was either you two. What or somebody else? Yeah, a nest full of baby birds. I don't
2: think I ever went frog gigging with you. We did. That was never frog gigging you know?
0: though. Shame this is. <laughs>
1: hey man, you can edit. No, it no, out. no. We <laughs> didn't. No, <laughs> no, we didn't do it like it wasn't like
0: that. No, I've never seen you guys be inhumane. No, uh, there
1: was one specific time me and Matt Yarborough were out and about with stuff, doing stuff, but it wasn't like that though. Huh? I, and maybe Matt did. I wouldn't put it past Matt. I don't know. Kids are cruel I, I, sometimes, though. Yeah, yeah, true. When I was, and I'm not talking about that incident but when I was a kid, I did some things I don't even like, I will not even tell people, because it's kind of like, what's wrong with you, man? Why would you do that?
0: Yeah. Do you ever wonder, like... I have no clue what you guys shot. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever ask yourself, like, man, why do I like to kill these things so much? Why? Like, do you ask yourself, Yeah.
2: I don't take big pleasure in killing them. I like, I do like hunting them, but I, I'm not, like... I have nothing against them, and I don't take like ah. That's a good you. thought.
1: That's a good. It's we should have you interview us, huh? Uh, that's what I'm. I'm turning this into that. Okay. All right. No, I. You never know what? That's a hard them. question to ask too, because I've actually listened to podcasts where guys did that, and I was like trying to answer in my own mm-hmm. head, and I was like, man, I. I mean, I'll formulate something for you. So, say that again. How'd you word that?
0: Uh, what, what was we what were we talking about? right Did now? you say pleasure? Did, no, like okay, you, so like when you kill the bird. Okay. Do you ever ask yourself why do I love this? Why do I love killing this bird so much? You know what I mean? Cuz it's not really that like you know, really it's the whole like Thomas was saying, you know, it's the hunting. Mm-hmm. It's everything put together. It's all combined. You know, there and are And It reaches to- the like, epitome after the kill. Like that's I'll the tell top- you why. at the end I have of last an season. For you. Okay, at the end of last season I was just driving and there was a mallard walking on the side of the road and I literally in my head I was like I want to go strangle that bird <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. And just like take a picture with it and send it to everybody and be like, "Hey guys, I got a mallard."
2: (laughs) I'm a little freaked out. No, no, but it wasn't like that. I don't want to kill anything. Because you got one. Yeah,
0: just just to have one, just to have the trophy of it. And I think it comes back to like that's who we are inside. Like you know, we were created with the urge to hunt, provide for our family, and do what um, we need to do. Primal, primal. It's our Mm -hmm. primal base instinct. Go ahead, Thomas. What are you saying?
2: I agree with that, but on the other hand, I've been in situations where whatever it is. Any kind of animal, if if there's no challenge to kill something, and you can easily kill however many you want, you there, is no, there is no, there is not, you get nothing from that. In fact, if you do, it's just like ah, I don't want to stop. Like I, it's you. Don't, I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? But that's where the hunting aspect comes into it, because with ducks, you don't just go oh, kill as many as you want. There's there's yeah. a lot of there's work that goes into it. There's um, tactics that go into it. There's, you know, concealment. You have to actually hit the bird. You know, you have to be in the right spot. You have to, there's so many things that it's It's not like you just, oh, I can kill as many as you want. Yeah. There's a lot of things. And then when you have that success, it's a, it's a joy and a, and a success, you know, this great feeling that you have because you know what you did for it. Like, Mm -hmm. just like when things are given to you, you don't appreciate it as much as when you worked for it. Because you see, I did this much work for this thing. You know know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, and that's what's kind of, where it's different for me as a new duck hunter versus you guys. You guys grew up hunting. You know what I mean? I grew up wanting to, but then at the same time, when I first killed a bird, like, I cried my eyes out. Not a duck. I didn't cry this time. But... What I'm saying is like I was wondering and asking myself, you know, am I going to like this? But am why I did gonna you feel... cry though? It wasn't like, was it because you felt bad or was it just because like... It was just like a pretty little bird and I just a... killed it and I was just like, why? You know, uh, I was little. Uh. But what I'm saying is, and now it's like, okay, I was asking myself, oh, am I going to like this? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. am I going to feel cruel? And then I went out there and I did it and I killed a bird and it was like, okay, this is more humane and more sporting than probably... Any other thing out there. You know what I mean? Like eating a burger. Mm -hmm. Like who knows what that cow went through. These birds Mm -hmm. are living free, having a good time. You know what I mean? If Mm -hmm. they could, they'd probably hunt us. But I was I was curious about that. Like, you know, I think we all feel a little different about taking life. You know what I mean? So no, I agree with that. Because that was a huge thing for me. And I I oh, that's my phone. Sorry about that. That's right. But um, because I know people um who've like, oh, duck hunting looks so fun. I really want to get into it, but I don't I don't think I could kill those birds. Like, they're super cute. It's like, well, you know. You don't, I don't feel that like I thought I would. So I was curious what you guys felt.
2: Well, I'll I'll give you a short story. One of the, I think it was the first year I was hunting. I did kill a bird and it didn't kill it completely. And I had to kill it with my own hands essentially. And I got a pretty bad feeling from it. Like I did not, Mm -hmm. there was no joy for me to, oh, just kill things. Like I don't, I don't get pleasure from, ah, yeah, I killed that thing. It You know, that's, it's not that at all. For me. And I don't think it's like that for almost everyone.
0: Uh, I Also, I have a suggestion. I'd like to see you guys do a meal prep for like months with just duck. I Because you guys don't really talk about it here, but you know, with your, your when you guys lift and stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to see what you guys could do. And like, because I, I I don't hear anybody talking about how much they eat their ducks or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I really want to try to eat them, but they're not very good. Maybe I'm doing it, it wrong. Well, look at
2: on that, there's note, a lot of things that go with that.
1: Well, Jake uh, called me a little bit ago and he told me that he, uh, that they shot a mallard Saturday. And he said they breasted it out, plucked it, breasted it out with the skin on. He said it had a pretty good layer of fat on it. And he said he pants it, and he goes, it was horrible. Mm. And I said, well, let me say this. I said, you know, you could say that anyone could look at me and say, you're just saying it's good because you shot it, right? Like if I do a video on it or something like that, or Marco Polo or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But I said you can't fool a seven and an eleven-year-old because they eat steak with me all the time, like regular steak, and they eat this. Mm -hmm. And they have. There's times I've cooked it before. They're like, "That's nasty, Dad." But like when I cook it like pan-seared, they're like, "That tastes just like your regular steak." And they'll be like, "Is that duck?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's duck." Now I told Jake like that. Hank Shaw said he said not every mallard's gonna taste good Mm -hmm. because mallards were like eat. Sometimes some mallards depending on where they're at they'll eat anything okay whereas a pintel he said he's really he's never had a bad pintail because pintel always eats seeds so they're always eating a certain thing and they always taste the same they always taste good because they're eating natural mallards you know who knows they'll go in a sewer pond and eat garbage you know or they'll they'll just eat whatever they can get so I said, you know what I've had bad mallards that tasted nasty Mm-hmm. And then I've had in like that last one, that hint. She was, it was a hen. She had a literally, did you see that Marco Polo with all that fat on that one? I, pl- um, I yeah. Rest, dude, incredible. The fat was delicious. The meat was actually delicious. It was medium yeah. rare. So good. But, um,
0: well, what about that one that we had here at Thanksgiving? That was like, I,
1: I ruined that though because I overcooked it. Okay. All right. You didn't even try that, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? Oh, that yeah, was terrible. It wasn't very good. But it's- that's what I'm saying. When you overcook duck dough, it tastes like stinking yeah. liver, and I hate liver. Everybody overcooked stuck I've never smoked it, So I didn't know mm. But Yeah I didn't turn out very good But the problem was I did a long smoke And low heat I should have did super hot Like they say Like 500 degrees yeah. And do it for like 15 minutes So I just messed it up The
2: pintel I shot the other day it had pretty dark meat Actually Did you eat? Yeah I ate it I I, I seared it, it. Me it and Jane good? ate it Was it any good? Yeah it was good Did it have much fat on it? No uh-uh. It was All a right. young bird It had a real thin layer Oh that it. one you shot Saturday? mm. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. eat it that night? Uh-huh. Yeah, the next day. It was okay? The next day. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't the best I've had, but it was fine. Huh. The The mallard, I just froze, but. Dude, so I had two.
1: No, I only had one breast. The other one was too tore up. But that one mallard breast, so it's about that big. So I don't know. Four ounces? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. It might have been three. But anyways, I cut it up in six pieces, with you know, against the grain. Mm-hmm. I had two. Guess who ate the rest? Your kids, Vivian. It was oh, just wow. Vivian. I was sitting there talking to the camera, and she kept snatching them. <laughs> I looked over and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, because I mean, it was that good. Jane ate it too. Yeah, it she was, had. But she it had was not. This one was really it. good. It. Yeah, Have and you forgot
0: my sister to eat. Anything? No,
1: absolutely not. Uh, she not. won't try it. No, Sarah won't either. She won't do it. It's well, so Whitney, do you think Whitney would try it? Yeah, she would. Oh yeah. Well, just because. Yeah. Well, know. she grew up too. With yeah, yeah. But some people grow up and they
0: still won't do it. Yeah. Like, she, I don't think my totally sister would.
1: I don't know if she would or not.
0: Mm, maybe. I don't I, know, maybe she has. I don't know. Yeah. But, no, Whitney totally would. But Whitney's just, like, you know, because her uncles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know? Had it all, yeah. all her life. So, I'm trying to think. Um, so, we went over Duck ID. Went over. Uh, okay. Maybe we can stop here because I know you guys both got something to do tonight. But lessons learned can you i know you haven't had a ton but i guarantee there's some things you can walk away with right now and say okay i learned not to do this or i learned to do this lessons or that you could give some newer duck hunters that haven't even went out yet or maybe have only went out like one time mm. make a checklist so my first hunt this year make a checklist that's a that's a good one for any duck hunter for real
0: we still talked haven't done about, it. we've talked about I'm that i'm telling yeah. you what, i've forgotten so much like the first day i thought i had everything mm-hmm. and i didn't have what was it thomas you um I went out with Matt. I had a reservation um at Volta, number thirty two, which wasn't great, but I was like, okay, cool. Uh, we had totally had to skip it because I didn't have um we had to wait till Walmart opened so I could go buy the actual uh, you Oh know. you're like your stamp Oh, or your type or a pass. I had the stamp, I had all the validations, everything. It your was your type A pass. Yeah, it was that the type A pass. And oh. I was like, I knew I bought it. I knew I did. I checked it twice. Didn't have it. Mm. So that stinks. Dude, yeah. That that does. And then getting out there and not having something just is horrible. <laughs> oh yeah. I've done
1: that. That's that's a
0: rough uh, one. that's a yeah.
1: Any other lessons learned? Anything you can give some new guys? Mm. Any tips or anything?
0: See, it's kinda of, yeah, it's kinda of hard for me. Um learn the birds, learn the rules. I didn't know any rules. In fact, mm-hmm. it's you were just probably a good on... thing that I haven't shot a lot of birds because I probably would have gotten fined for shooting something not knowing I couldn't Or too it, much of something. Or too much of something. Mm-hmm. I never even knew that was a rule To literally, like Austin told me. He was mm-hmm. like, he's like, oh, yeah. Well, he was just even, not even telling me. He was just saying it in passing. And I was like, yeah. okay, good to know. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and then, um, oh, don't, uh, if you don't turn in your stamp, mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys don't, but don't accidentally hand that to the lady when you come back another day because she's going to be like, why didn't you turn this in? I was like, oh, sorry. Oh, you went out without handing in the card? Yeah and, the, okay. yeah, and she just called me a rookie and was like, oh, go get out. I was like, okay but yeah I don't know I have so much to learn I want to hear that's why I was kind of asking you guys is just
1: well what other questions do you have Mm, (laughs) let's
0: think let's think well hunting out of state versus here what makes you guys want to do that other than it's super fun I'm sure and I've seen you know what you guys get um do the birds work different (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know you. Like, there's so, I just work, don't want to be a
1: hog with talking. So don't yeah, keep there's a lot.
2: Um, first, um, there's different, different kind of hunting. Like we went to Wisconsin, hunted on Lake Michigan. Um, we've never done that here. There might be a couple places. There are places you could do that here, um, but it just it turns out that we had a friend of a friend, and it was a good opportunity. So <laughs> we had an awesome time going over there and, and shooting uh old squaw and um some other divers with some good guys. Um you know, it was just different what would you I I wouldn't would you call it scenery? Yeah, um yeah. It's just the whole experience, I guess. It's the aura too. It's a different Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Just like uh this this last trip we went on. That was different than than anything we've hunted around here you know what i mean you have a a big river situation and it's just kind of a different style kind of um just just small things are different you know mm-hmm. and uh, uh so location different locations can be really cool to hunt at you know um birds
1: well, i'll tell you my biggest thing was i didn't have something to do it with to be honest with you I've oh, I've wanted to go out for a long time out of state mm. and just experience other environments. But really, I didn't have anybody that could, you know, financially do it. And then he got into it. And he's always down to do some traveling and stuff. Yeah. So. And then it was I was pretty pumped because last year or this year, Travis was able. This is the first time, like he said, I just watched that video again today. It was <laughs> reminiscing. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, <laughs> but I was uh, looking at that and I heard Travis say in the background, he was like, that's my first out of state duck. And he's 45 or 6, maybe 7, 46, mm. somewhere in there. Anyways, and he was pretty pumped, you know. Yeah. But that, I mainly want to do it, too, because I want to shoot all the North American birds. Oh, okay. Just in my lifetime. Yeah. So I'm wanting to get out and do more. Like, that was really why Wisconsin uh, came along. Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Because we were, there were some diver ducks that you
0: can shoot there. Okay. The old
1: squaw, the, the real long tails, the white and black ones. I don't okay. know you, but.
0: I've i been trying to look yeah, at, right like, um, oh, yeah, for new, if you're going to try to get into this, download, uh, what's that app? Ducks Unlimited? Oh, the Ducks Unlimited uh, app? Yeah, yeah, and just start looking, you know, and just start listening. And listening, but, yeah. that, that, Do you listen
1: to those calls on there? So all, yeah, it helps. Yeah, I just oh.
0: sit and listen to it, and just like, okay. And then I get tested, and I'm like, oh, I don't remember. But, <laughs> you know, an exciting moment when you identify a bird and it's right. It sticks with you, I think. So I'm not really worried about it. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you mean, all you'll be fine. Happens,
2: but. Here here's something to think about. You're talking about out of state hunting. There's a lot of guys that will get on whatever it is, social media or anything, any kind of a forum or something like that and <clears> just <throat> assume y- YouTubers. <clears throat> well <That's> not nice. <laughs> not just that. There's a lot of other Instagram, Facebook, yeah, podcasts. Refuge yeah. <laughs> Forums and assume that everybody hunts like they do. Well, guess what? Hate to break it to you, everywhere is different because, like I said, I'm no pro, but I've born and raised California. I've hunted in Canada, I've hunted in Washington, I've hunted in Wisconsin, and I've hunted in Nebraska, and every one of those places was different. They were. They no. were. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. They were different. Do are the fundamentals different? No, you're still duck hunting, but there are different things about it, and everybody has different methods. So for you to just go out there and say, you know, this is this is wrong or that's wrong or this and blah, blah, blah. You know, don't be so quick to assume that everywhere is like where you hunt. So um, I don't you know, know where what, I was going know, with that. But you know what? But that's just something I've learned is, from out-of-state hunting.
1: But we've grown. <laughs> I have grown from going out-of-state because I have realized that, yeah, you can't do that you cannot assume that how I do hunt is the way you should hunt. guys a lot in videos and it helped me comprehend that more a lot in the videos'll be like oh you want to learn how to decoy birds you need to hunt here hunt with me I know how to decoy birds blah 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 they've these guys are not from California refuges mm-hmm. they're not I don't care what they mm-hmm. say i I've watched guys come in the parking lots and say how about decoying birds and then I've, I've sp- and I'm not joking I knew they were in this pond and I've watched them and watched them shoot every bird at 40 and 50 yards. So, um, sometimes birds will decoy. You can watch the hunt of me and Nathaniel. They were landing in the decoys. It was shovelers and teal, but they were yeah. landing, actually landing in the decoys. We jumped a few out, but going to other states. It
2: happens in California. Oh, I'm just saying it and does. it happens to us. <laughs> don't think just because we talk about this, that, oh, we don't shoot birds in the decoys because we do. Yeah. No, I I know. just did the other day. <laughs> well, and that's what I'm saying. But me and it, shooting in the there's day. a huge difference between California public refuges... Oh, huge. There's no in other, other places. I don't... Wow. We, well. we talk a lot about California, and we're talking about the public refuge system. We're not talking about right. clubs or... The river. The river, you know. Because
1: we don't have a lot of experience, really, in that either, honestly. There's a lot of variations, but... Yeah. i just saying I've grown yeah. because I've realized I'm not going to be like those people that say that. Because I could be just as guilty as saying... Um, I don't know. Like, say making an, an absolute statement, a yeah. statement that's an absolute, like never this. You can't say that. Yeah, you How can't can you say, you say that, that. Anything. No, because yeah. you've never been there. You've never done that. So now that I've went outside of the state, I see like I gotta be. I gotta learn to be quiet and silent about this because I really don't know. Yeah. And, and if I do make a statement, I need to make it for specifically what I've had my experience in, because I can't say that. about, I can't say that certain things about river hunting because all I've ever done really out of is a kayak. Mm-hmm. So the guys that are in boats and set up blinds up on the bank, they they know stuff and I don't know. But those same guys, I've had comment on videos that I know they say they hunt the river or the delta and they make their absolute statements. Yeah, But they don't know what they're talking about because mm-hmm. they've never hunted the yeah. refuge. Mm-hmm. So right. you just got to be real. You got to be really careful how you say yeah. things, especially on social media. Because everyone oh, takes it to law. Yeah. It's law. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it does sound like that. If you were someone else listening to Joe Blow say this, like, who's he? Yeah. You know, How do he think he can say that?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You learn a lot from it. Yeah. You got to get out. You gotta go probably. No, right? It's no, already no, been it, 50 minutes.
0: Yeah. I, I'm sorry. That's why I, I start thinking of more stuff like, you know, as mm-hmm. it's winding down. Mm-hmm. But um, one more thing. I do want to know. What do you guys think about when you're new? hunting alone when you should do it and when how do you know when like when will I know I have the experience for it other than just oh I think I'm ready you know what I mean I can
1: answer a part and Thomas can, I can make a quick one minute statement on that and Thomas can say something but I I feel as to me as much as you've went out not as much but you've went out several times I think you have the basic general knowledge of it are you gonna make mistakes yes but guess what I do every single time I go out the decoys the birds aren't one the spot I switch them so I think if you have mm-hmm. enough knowledge to know, okay, I can go out there and what's going on? Why are these birds not coming close enough? Like they flare, because you know what flaring is, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you already have enough knowledge there. Say, okay, let me get out and move these decoys a little bit. Reposition them however you want. Because I used to, honestly, when I was younger, I used to always think it had to be a J or it had to be a, a V or, or a C or something mm-hmm. that isn't as important as people think it is because I've done some weird variations and decoys and it wasn't that big a deal. So I think if you have that knowledge you know you you're you're safe with your gun you know how to go out there you know what you need to take i i mean personally i think you could go do it now and you're not gonna be wrong in it because really you're gonna learn more now you're gonna learn more by yourself than you would with somebody and that's what
0: i've heard from a lot of people now
1: should you consistently hunt by yourself i don't think so because you're not gonna learn as much Mm -hmm. yeah but you're still learning so that's my two cents
2: i could agree that you could go hunt now and you will learn things but on the other hand if you're hunting with somebody that has more um experience than you, you'll learn things possibly at a faster rate because you don't know things that you don't know. That sounds funny, but it's true. Um you know what I mean? Like Yeah. You'll definitely you can, learn. You faster. can understand you can you can read the regs, you can know those things. And there's just I guess there's certain things you'd probably learn faster if you did hunt by yourself, and there's certain things you would learn. More a few hundred with a more experienced guy, you know what I mean. Um, as far as public refuges, it's good to do.
1: Yeah, but I, would I will say, tell you I this: I would say do both. I would tell you this though: you already made a statement that I hundred percent know. You better you better do check that before you go by yourself again. And that is bird amount of birds and what birds and how many. I mean, I know you know you can shoot seven, but I'm just saying. You know, there's certain rules on scop here, or there's you can only shoot two cans. And I'm not even saying you had to get, Yeah. I mean, that'd be incredible. I'd love it if you have seen that many cans, or certain birds you can only shoot a couple of. But you definitely need to um, it really get in the reg book. It happens.
2: I, we've seen guys walk out of refuges shooting birds that weren't in season, or too many birds. And now here comes a game warden, because they're in trouble.
0: So yeah. it it does happen. It, yeah. You would not be the first. That is what is very spooky about it. Right. When you get into it, it's like mm-hmm. man, huge fines attached and, to this stuff. And man. Google's your Google's your friend.
1: Actually, Ducks Unlimited is that best app. Yeah. Because if you have a hard time identifying, you can go in there and like, okay, that's what this is. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a fine line. It's definitely better to have your mentor and your teacher for mm-hmm. a while. I don't. I personally don't think it would hurt you to go once by yourself. I don't think you should just keep going and going and going. Oh yeah. But. Once in a while, it'd be a good I think you would get it's a different feeling going by yourself. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, I like, it, yeah. I like doing more it once like in I, a while. Just the feeling I get when I go fishing by myself, I yeah. love it. It's super important to me. Yeah. It means a lot, you know what I mean? It just kind of resets your whole mind. It does. Everything. And
1: you're more, it feels like you're more in tune with just everything around mm-hmm. you because really you're yeah. not talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of out there just yeah. in your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. Re- it's really nice. One with I, nature. I haven't done, I think that one I just did. The uh, last week by myself. I think that's the first solo hunt I had this year. It was kind of nice. It was just like nah, I don't know. It, the problem with that is, too, when you hunt alone, you can get backdoored a lot. Oh, Birds okay. coming from behind you. Yeah, and, you know, you try to keep your head on a swivel, but uh-huh. that would be one negative side of hunting by yourself. But no one to chest bump with. But, <laughs> <laughs> but. anyways, all right. Well, guys, if you don't mind, keep giving us uh, ratings and reviews on there, whether it's good or bad. Like someone said anybody can do it and they're right on that or whatever just give us a rating and review and I hope this helped you the newer hunters out that are listening to this and if you guys want you're always welcome to email us at midvalleymercenaries at gmail.com give us some ideas some thoughts on what you would like to hear maybe in a podcast and if you're new hunters out there I hope this helped you guys and appreciate you Shane for coming on and we're gonna have to, we'll do this again too. Yeah, give you some time. I never thought about you asking the questions, but that'd be—I think that'd probably be a pretty cool idea. So maybe you can come up with some ideas like that, or some make take some notes and. Oh yeah, we'll do yeah, this again yeah, before yeah. seasons will. over. We'll
0: need to do this. Again. I do it at the very end and see what I've learned. Yeah, because right now i would literally now it's like, going to start yeah. getting good. So you're going to yeah. have more, a lot more experience. Yeah, pretty excited so. about it actually.
1: Alrighty, well, thanks for listening, guys. I'm Titus, I've got Thomas and Shane. Your day, and we'll see you guys on the next one.